Heavenly Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll move on this listener right now in your gentle, loving, powerful, and merciful way as they listen to this message from All Nations Church in Tallahassee. Amen. Good morning, everyone. On Thursday morning, when I was doing my morning devotion, um, somehow I, my eyes went on the scripture. I'll just, I would just like to read the scripture. Praise be to the Lord, to God our Savior, who daily bears our burdens. Our God is a God who saves. From the sovereign Lord comes escape from death. Psalm 68:19-20. And that day, when I heard the news of the pastor, I was like shocked. Actually, this is truly the Lord's um, this, the act of God. Like He's um, He's the one who has power to escape um, anyone from the death. So I thank God for the pastor uh, for and and for all he's doing. And I thank God for saving him and keeping him even now. Um, so I would like to start my message, um, and before that I just want to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, we surrender ourselves to you, Lord. Lord, help me, Lord, to speak your word, Lord. Lord, nothing of me, but everything of you, Lord. Take away all the disturbances, Lord, and fill me, Lord. Strengthen me, O oh Father, Lord. And I surrender each and everyone who is going to listen to this word, Lord. I surrender them to you, Jesus. Do your work, Lord. Let your will be done. In Jesus' holy name I pray. Amen. So there is so much chaos going around in this world currently in these days. Everyone know that. And part of, his, part of it is because people choose to follow their own um, guidance, their own decisions. And they choose not to trust God. They don't want to believe anything in God's direction. And they don't want to agree uh, what God says because they do not have the Spirit of God. But as a born-again believer, it's a God-given privilege for every one of us to have the Holy Spirit in us who gives us the understanding of what the Spirit says. We, were, we, were, we are able to under, uh, hear from God directly and we can uh, listen what is in God's heart. And that is more important for us because if we don't know what is in God's heart, we would be perishing because our own mind is deceptive. Our ways are deceptive. We can't stand on our own. We can't take decisions on our own um, strength or in our own mind. In, um, in even in First uh, Corinthians chapter two and verse twelve, it says that He has given us the Spirit, and uh, so God, God. One second. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God so that we may understand what God has freely given us. And it is a privilege for us, whenever we call upon the name of God, Jesus, in Jeremiah 33 verse 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you, and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. As we hear and understand what's in God's heart, 
there is also a responsibility for us that we should allow him to mold us and also allow him to bring the changes in our lives. We all know God's word brings peace in the midst of troubles, unknown circumstances and also his word brings healing. God's word is also said, uh, considered as a medicine. It brings healing and gives life and also God's word gives us the victory over the sin and it has the power uh, to break any bondage and also it has God's word gives us the direction and God's word is can be used as a spirit of sword to fight against the enemies and God's word has the power to make anyone to be born again in the family of God and there are many, uh, many, many things that God word, God's word does in our lives when we yield to his um, word and apply it in our hearts. However, many times when we hear the word of God during a Sunday service and receive his promise or his revelation and even comfort, but that sometimes may last only that night. And then the next day morning, throughout that week, we struggle we struggle with the same problems, we struggle with the same confusion, same bondages, same addictions, and we drag ourselves throughout that week. Why do we struggle with like that? It looks like some, we are missing something, something important during the service that we all are supposed to do. We are missing to till the soil of our hearts. Every day before we, come, we wake up, we should ask God, God, what is in your heart? Till my soil, make, prepare my heart to listen to your word, to listen to your voice. It, it sensitizes to, uh, to listen to the voice of God. Without the tilling of our soil, even when we come to the worship, we receive the things, but it doesn't go inside. Have you ever seen uh, when... We, we, um, even um, let's see the, um, the parables of sower that Jesus talks about in Matthew uh, chapter 13 verses 3 to 9 then he told he told them many things in parables saying a farmer went out to sow his seed as he was scattering the seed some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up some fell on rocky places some did not have much soil it sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop hundred, sixty or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Here Jesus is talking about four different types of soil, which is also called as heart. If we see the heart where um, the, seed, the seed was thrown on the paths, it's, it says it, um, that heart lacks understanding. That heart has become hardened because of their own self-reasonings. Many times when we come with our own agendas, with, when we come with our own mindsets, with our own strongholds, that, that we are so rigid to be moved by God, and even if God is saying us, we give our own reasonings, then we miss out. 
the telling of God. But there is always hope for us when we surrender to God and ask Him, Lord, change my heart, put a new heart in me, change my. And even in Ezekiel, it says God, God has promised to that I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. For every problem, God has a solution. It's not a, never a dead end that we we can we we can we don't have any solution in God. So when we have this hardening of heart issue, we can always ask God to change our hearts. And when we see the second type of heart that is rocky, here it says this type of heart is driven by emotions. It has no roots or foundation. In the service or any time when we hear the word of God, when we receive a revelation or we see a blessing or witness a miracle of God, we feel we, we rejoice and we feel so excited about God. But when a trouble comes, when there's times of um, hardships and persecution, this type of heart is not willing to be broken. And when we see there are rocks in the soil, they cannot absorb the water. Even if you pour water on a, on a rock, it just becomes wet for a moment and then it dries out. That rock has to be broken down to pieces. And we should allow God to, bro to, be, uh, to break us so that we will be able to be used in the hands of God. In Luke chapter 9 verse 23, God says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Accepting Jesus is one thing, but following Jesus is another thing. It's a daily, daily, daily dying to the cross. And it's a um, voluntary action that we have to uh, do it in every day in, in our lives. Let's see the third type of heart. This this is the type of heart that is thorny, that was um, that has a lot of weeds around it, and this heart is also called as unfruitful heart. This heart receives the word, but they don't apply it in a, in their lives, as they are so buried with the words, with the worries of life, and also the other desires. And they have a lot of weeds around them, so they don't even have space to grow the seed that God has put in their hearts. And, it, it, and when we see um, in Jesus' ministry, God, Jesus has traveled across different places, and he came to a certain place called Gadarenes. In this place, he, he drove um, a demon-possessed man, I mean, he drove the spirit from a demon, uh, from a demon-possessed man, and he drove the spirit, impure spirit, into the herd, into a herd of pigs. And when all the pigs were died, the the uh, the town members comes to Jesus. They were amazed at what has done, but they send they request they plead him to stay away from the region, to leave the region. They don't want to lose their uh, the wealth. They don't want to sacrifice. But when we see a, uh, another city called Sychar in John 4, Jesus goes to a woman and 
tells her all the things that she has done, a Samaritan woman. And even though her sins were being exposed and God is confronting, but she is willing to change. She goes to her city, back to her city, and tells all that God has, uh, Jesus has told her. And the entire city believes in Jesus. They even ask him to stay for two more days. So if we, we see a, a contrast between the two cities here. One city is, is not willing to be broken, not willing to be changed, not willing uh, to, res, uh, to remove anything uh, from their discomfort, uh, to go through the discomforts. But another city, they're willing to be changed in the hands of God. In the Old Testament, people used to bring their animals to sacrifice as an atonement for their sins and offer at the altar. Now, many times we come to the altar, but we should, whenever we come to the altar, we should make a decision in our hearts to change our mind and put ourselves on the altar as a living sacrifice, willing to be broken, tilled, and moldable in the hands of God. Every time there is an altar call here, and whoever is coming, God wants us to allow him to change, to, to till us, to mold us, to be broken in the hands of God. It is very important. When the Lord is doing the work, we should not be rushing to go back. Even pastor has said this many times. And when we do that, our heart transforms into a good soil. And that is when, when we hear the word of God, we will retain it and we will preserve it and we will persevere even in times of hardness, troubles and persecution. And that produces a crop yielding abundant fruit, a hundred times, sixty times or thirty times more. When we obey and be willing in the hands of God, we will experience God in a different way every day. It's not just only on the Sunday during the altar call or during the worship, but we all need to have an altar call even at our homes, even in our closets, prayer closets. We cannot have only altar call on the Sunday and then go into our worldly life and then trying to drag ourselves throughout the week and then come back again on Sunday and get the same things delivered again and again and again. We all need to have a family altar call. We all need to have a personal altar call. And that is what God is asking us today. If any one of us here wants to be tilled by God, wants to be blessed by God, to change the heart into a good soil, to yield 100% yield of crop, God is calling us. Don't resist when God is changing you. Let God do the work in the hearts. Yield to Him. And the altar is open now. If anyone wants to come and be touched by God, not just for an experience only for this day, but an experience that will bring us life into life throughout the week, throughout our lives. made it to the end of the message and now what is god leading you to make a change 
Are you needing a good church home where you can grow and help others grow as you fulfill your part in the body of Christ? Then we invite you to join us at All Nations Church on Sharer Road in Tallahassee, a multicultural church founded on the truth of God's Word and the power of the Holy Spirit. Our Sunday morning service is at 10.30 and Wednesday night service at 7, plus youth group and kid power and small groups and more. For more information, visit our website, allnationstallahassee.com.